Welcome to Hemp Logic Radio, where we attempt to sift facts from opinions in this upside down world of industrial hemp. Hey, hey, hey! Corey with Hemp Logic. Uh, you're on Hemp Logic Radio. Um, I'm on the I'm on the phone today with uh, Vinny Bellatoro from Global Hemp Solutions. Wait for him to call in. Uh, he's uh, we've been kind of crossing paths for quite a while now, and it's it's uh, he asked to get on the show and. So here we go, kind of waiting on him uh, to dial in. So, Vinny, dial in. Where are you, buddy? And we're still waiting. A bunch of crazy stuff in the hemp industry just today. Oh, there he is. We'll talk about it. Hang on just a second. And Vinny, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Corey. Right on. Um, I was just uh, I was just introducing you. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure no, to no be problem, man. I, with you. I was just you. saying we've been uh, crossing paths, been crossing paths for a while, and uh, and uh, finally get you on the show. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Thanks for yeah. inviting me. <laughs> no, no problem, man. It's 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 good to have people that are are connected in the in the hemp business to come on and talk about their products and stuff. Um, one of the things I, I just real quick, I saw that uh, you had posted your Google um, Maps oh. from <laughs> last season. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. It it is crazy. I mean. Um, I, what I can tell you is that people get jealous when they see the amount of miles that I have put on on this thing. It is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I bet if, if you if you have a chance, you can go to to Vinny's uh, LinkedIn page. You can kind of go back and chase that down. It's really an interesting uh, map of of his travels just in the last you know just in the last year. Uh, we're talking with Vinny Bellatoro from uh, Global Hemp Solutions. And uh, we were just talking about all his travels. Um, hey, Vinny, do you want to just tell everybody kind of what you guys do and and how you how you help the hemp industry move forward? Well, honestly, the way we started is uh, in my case, I was processing hemp, um, and the majority of the cases is there's a bunch of jokers, brokers, or pretenders, or wannabes, or, or scammers. And I thought, you know, if I'm gonna sell oil. I want to buy my own biomass, pay someone to process it so I can have hands on oils, do my own testing, and do live videos and show them I have the oils here. And that's what I did. Uh, I live here in Houston, the facility, um, and I went and bought to in Colorado because Texas was illegal, not anymore. 2020 is our year. And I went to Colorado. I rented a huge truck. I bought a bunch of biomass. And I took it to a lab, they processed it, they extracted it. I was with them basically 24 hours for a week. Every single day of that week, I was with them extracting, extracting. So I put my hands into oil, and it went really good. It was very easy to sell the oil because I was showing them videos, proof lives. And then I realized this is something that I wanted to do. I go, I go into having my own facility. And people knew that I was able to process 600, 700, 1,000 pounds a day. And they were calling me and they say, can you process 50,000 pounds that I have? And I 
for me, and, I, and I was excited. I was excited. Trust me. And I was getting into my computer. Oh my God! So I can do, let's say, 800 pounds every day for 16 hours. I'm gonna work six days. So I was telling, okay, I can do that, and I can process your 50,000 pounds in 73 days. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> so they were gone. They they were Isn't laughing at incredible? me because. It is. It, it, it is. It's, it's interesting how in this industry you start with, you know, just like you said, you start off small, and then next thing you know, you got inquiries on how do we make this this bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think sometimes that's a detriment to our our industry is that the scale. And I I've said it for months now. Scale will eat everybody's lunch. And I'm sure you, and you know you run into that just in the last year. That that's why my my I have one of the master's degree that I have is operations research. And it sounds very intellectual, but basically it's just numbers. You just do numbers, numbers, numbers. So I went into the history and I realized we started with, I think it was 3,800 acres. Then we went to 9,000, then 11,000, then 25,000. When I saw the trend, I knew we were going to go big. So I was looking for the biggest processing equipment here in the U.S. I was a processor myself. I wanted to buy equipment, period. I wanted to find something that I could do 2,000 or 3,000 pounds a day. And I couldn't find none. All of them, they were selling CO2 extractors. There's nothing wrong with CO2, guys. Don't, don't blame me. Not, don't, don't get upset yet. But CO2 is good for cannabis. If you're going to collect the terpenes first uh, and then extract it. But for hemp, you want volume. Volume is ethanol is the solution. So I was looking for something like that. And... Every single extraction company that you can imagine, I went there, I visited them, Capna Systems, Delta, Luna Technology, IES, Specialization, every single processing, and no one had something big. So I've been working with China in two prior industries to this one, and I went over there to China. I contacted close to 300 companies in China. Vinny, that's, that's, an, interesting, that's an interesting take because I've, I've followed you now for a little over a year. And, and I, I've seen, you know, you go to China and I'm like, how does somebody just get on a plane and go to China? And it, obviously you just, you just explained that as you had, you've done business in China before for other things. Yes. And okay. the way I say it is this, you, you, if you want to buy cheap things in China, you're going to find the Chinese crap that you buy at the dollar store. But of course, you, you, people buy a set of screwdrivers for a dollar. What are they expecting? Craftsman quality? Hell no. You pay a dollar. <laughs> but what I can tell from China is whether we like it or not, Corey, they have the fastest train on the planet. They have the biggest artificial river on the planet, 1,600 miles of an artificial river to move water from the south to the north to give water to Beijing. As, I mean, they have humongous cap capabilities if they want to do it right. So if you are trying to contact Alibaba, forget about it. <laughs> That's a bunch of scammers over there. I mean, human nature doesn't change, Corey. So I went no. to China and I, I visited every, and you have no idea how many places I visited in China. And I was looking for right engineering, that they were using ISO, or they were using uh, the right ASME or the certification, the CE certificate. Uh, 
all this stuff. And I found a bunch of those companies. They were just a nice website. I call it the Alibaba companies. Nice website. But when you go over there, it's just a desk, a TV, showing you that there is a factory somewhere else that they're pretending to be the owners. And there's nothing wrong with brokers, but be transparent and say, I am a broker. In China, those brokers, they call it trading companies. Uh, so, but... So what you're saying, so what you're saying is if you don't if you don't know the if you don't know what you don't know you can get sideways really fast by going to oh, China. Oh my God! Not only yeah. in China, every place, India, yeah, here right. in the U.S. I mean, how many people you have seen that they complain because they man, I sent fifty thousand to this guy, he sent me the COA, and now he's not replying because uh, he's not sending me the oil. Vino, just yesterday I was talking to a guy and he he bought four hundred and thirty thousand dollars worth of isolate, and it was all powder sugar, not just a little bit. It was all powder. Yes. Yeah. I mean, $430,000. And then they skipped. They skipped but, but the question that, the question that I always ask is, how in the hell are you going to send $430,000 to someone that you have no idea who that guy is? I don't buy you know a what? ticket. It, it, buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. Go over there. Make <laughs> sure you're going to. I don't understand. I don't. You know what? I, I'll, I'll liken it because I, I kind of, I've, I've, you know, I've been talking with the gentleman, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just chalk it up to, uh, just life experience and not knowing. You know, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. You're getting into an industry that is exciting, and and yeah, there's a ton of money involved in it. So, uh, you just liken it. To, it, it was a big hit for him, but uh, he's he's pulled it around and he's pulled himself back up, and and he's a player in the industry again. But his story just blew me away. I'm like, holy crap, that's uh, you know, that's way too much. It's nuts. So, um, so, by, yeah, we so went to China and we we found great companies. But honestly, we represent companies now in China, in Europe, and we have some great manufacturers here in the US, U.S. that they build equipment for us according to our specs and our engineering designs. Wow, that's that's. I mean, I and like I said, I've been following you a little over a year now and just watching you grow. Um, you know, it's like, is this guy for real? Is this guy for real? And then you just kind of, yeah. I think, I think honestly that, that map of the world and all the places you had been in 2019, just kind of, it kind of took my breath away. It's like, holy shit, this guy has just been, he's been yeah. all over the world. It's amazing. And watching you know that, travel. you know, that, that because trying to, how can we weed out the fakers or the scammers from the real people? And that is the reason why, if you see my LinkedIn account, there's a bunch of videos, 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 videos. And I always try to show my face. And I, now I put my name and the company, because at the beginning, I remember LinkedIn a year and a half ago, you put a video and they can download that video and post that video as if it was yeah. themselves. I saw people, and I saw people showing my videos in their own account, like, this is what we have done, this is what we're doing. It's like, what is wrong with these people? How do you have the guts to do that? <laughs> so I, when I was just in, yep, I've got the same thing has happened to me as well. So you know, so you know. So what I was doing is just this is what we're doing, showing the video on my face and smiling. This is what I'm doing. This is what we're doing. Now I don't have to show my face because people trust me. People know. Okay, if Vinny is saying they're doing that, it's because they're doing it. But of course, I keep showing videos of the technology and. Uh, I try to, I, I don't know if you see those videos, I try always to explain why we are doing this or why do we need to use 
THC remediation or why are we doing CO2 extraction or why are we doing ethanol? Why did I change from chillers to liquid nitrogen? When I was designing the systems with liquid nitrogen, people were telling me, you're crazy. No one needs liquid nitrogen. Now, even bigger companies, they're saying, now we are extracting at cryogenic temperatures with our proprietary method using liquid nitrogen. Come on, man. I've been telling them about that for almost <laughs> half a year, two years. Well, you know, it's, it's it's such a vibrant industry, and I say vibrant because I, I believe that it's it's we're we're experiencing something that our forefathers experienced with the oil, you know, with oil yes. and, the, the, and the steel, you know, being in that revolution with the steel and the oil um, is is something that's super special, and not too many generations get a chance to experience something like that, and hemp is doing that for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, speaking yeah. of that, I mean, so, you know, where the industry is going and, and the gold rush, what are you, what are you seeing happen in the, in the industry coming into 2020? Okay. So it's important. And I at least have a year saying this, you need to do GMP. I don't care what the FDA is going to prove or not. When the FDA is going to come and do some regulations, self-regulate yourself do GMP because that's the only people that are going to survive. Explain what GMP is. Okay, GMP is just good manufacturing processes. But the issue is this. At the end, if anything that goes into your mouth or we we drink needs to be processed and produced in a way that the FDA, the Food and Drugs Administration, will approve. So everything that we are using right now is kind of illegal. (laughs) <laughs> because ah. all the tinctures, all the stuff that we use, we don't have any approval to put anything. I mean, if you want to buy whatever you want, even if you want to bring, listen to this. I, I love Coke, and I'm sorry for the Pepsi guys, but I love Coca-Cola. So if I want to bring Coca-Cola from Mexico, I'm not allowed to sell Coca-Cola from Mexico here because I, it requires a license because it's something that goes into the body. So... If you are like that, whenever you come, it's going to be a lot easier to sell those products. For instance, the prices of the products, if someone is a GMP facility and they sell it to Europe, oh, my goodness gracious, you multiply times two or times three, whatever the market. I know the market is going down. But if you are someone that people trust because the the way you build your products, the way you process it, the way you extract it, the way you refine it has good manufacturing process, then it's a lot easier, a lot well, easier. And the so next, I had, a, I, I had a guy, I had a guy that was talk, talking to me about this mobile processing, you know, and going to the side of the field with the ethanol and and doing this uh, wet processing. And you know, uh, somebody said, well, it doesn't mean anything because it's not, it's not certified. It's more or less junk because the industry has gone so far. Uh, if you're not producing something with a GMP status or even better, higher. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are going, I don't know what the certification is, but it's, it's medical grade. Their, their whole facility is medical, medical grade. So the stuff that the guys that are wanting to do something on the edge of the field, I don't know what that, what that does or what that means. But to me, it sounds like they're trying to circumvent the, the process of the certifications, but it's not going to work. Is that a, is that a true assumption or am I out of left field? Well, I, I don't know. Which mobile system are you talking about? But can you do some mobile applications 
and still be in GMP? Yes, but it's not going to be the Mickey Mouse solution that it costs a tenth of what the other solutions are out there. Because just just the requirements for GMP alone, forget about the processing, just the requirements for GMP alone, we're talking about half a million dollars every year if you hire a company. And if you do it yourself, it might cost you around $150,000, $200,000 every year just to maintain the GMP certification every year because wow. they, you have to do GMP audits. I mean, it, it's a lot of money, but it pays off really good. It pays off. And you don't have to be uh, on, on a building. Can you do something that is mobile? But yes, but it's going to be very advanced and with a lot of technology. And a GMP is this, premises. The first thing about the, the first, it's, we call it the five, the five P's, premises, then the product, the processes, the people, and then all the paperwork. Everything has to be lined up. Everything has to be according to code, specifications, regulations. I mean, there's a lot to do. So can you do a mobile and BGMP? Yes. I'm not saying that they are doing it, but most likely it's going to be more complex. And then the, the main issue is this. If you're going to be moving, you're going to be moving ethanol. You require a, a more uh, advanced license. We were talking to a client here in, uh, in Australia right, uh, just a few minutes before we, we jumped into a call. He's in Brisbane, and, and he's asking me for a mobile solution extraction. And I say, just moving the ethanol requires a driver, I mean, a more uh, specialized driver license to move the ethanol. Why are you going to do it like that? And he told me this. I was, I was blown away. I, never, I don't have a client in Australia yet, and it looks like he's going to be my client. You <laughs> cannot move your hemp. You cannot move your hemp out of your farm, period. Really? So they the do only, have to go to a mobile processing type thing then? Exactly. That's what he told me. Okay, now, and then he explained and showed all the documents and everything. The government loved the idea. We already talked. We're going to set up something that is going to be very small, maybe 1,000, 2,000 pounds a day with liquid nitrogen. It has to be self-contained, self-sustainable, because we need to put a diesel generator to generate the electricity to run the facility. And, but, I mean, in that case... We can do something that a GMP because the whole thing, the whole container, we're going to build it. And, I'm, and I told him, listen, if we build it like that, because Australia is huge in TAC. And, and he, so I told him, if we do a GMP, and he said, yes, I would love to. I mean, can we do something mobile? A BGMP? Yes, but it's not going to be making my solution. I'm sorry, guys, that love Disney, but <laughs> it's going to be expensive, but it's going to be well worth it. That's well, what I'm that, talking it, about the trend. You get paid, you get you pay for what you get, I believe. And and so cutting corners, I think the industry has to make that change where they have to spend the money um you know on, on harvesting equipment, drying equipment, um, you know, whether it's the processing. You're you're on the higher end of this spectrum than I'm normally accustomed to. I usually I'm just on the farming side of stuff so I'm, I'm learning right as, as as this is going on on what you do and how your process is so you know it's it's kind of good to have you on to, to just talk about stuff that i normally wouldn't touch but, but even but even even with with drying this is the way i said it and i'm glad no one is really paying me for this if you have more than 20 acres you have to have a drying equipment because once you pass 20 acres there's no way you're going to be able to do it uh, drying on the field or hand dry. I mean, it's just going to be way too complicated. And if you now, pass you, you 40 drying, acres, 
Vinny, do you do drying machines? Yes, we do dryers. And as a matter of fact, we were building those dryers in China. We changed manufacturers with a new design, and we were not completely satisfied. So now we are building our dryers here in the U.S., a new, a new design. Um, I don't know if this is kind of a promo, but <laughs> we're going to be yeah, in the Texas convention <laughs> at the end of this month, and we're going to be presenting our, dryer, our new dryer system. It's going to be our fourth dryer uh, design. And then, yes, you, you require it. And the majority of people say, Vinny, but don't you going to be damaging the turpins and this? I mean, the turpins are start uh, boiling at 70 degrees. So even yeah. when you are in summer, that's why you, the smell is because what you're smelling is the turpins because they start evaporating at 70 degrees. We don't pass more than 90 degrees. And we protect as much as we can, but even the nature, just by having outside, and not, not even in greenhouses, which is sometimes it's even hotter than inside than outside, but yeah, just Vinny, outside. I think, I think people are just parroting stuff. I mean, they hear, they hear something, and I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'll parrot something, but they parrot, they parrot something, and, you know, they, it just becomes fact. And when, in fact, it's not yes, even close to it's fact. Sad. So it's sad. It's sad, and I'm not well, it's just once again, it's it's people getting involved in something they have no business getting involved in. Um, as far as hemp yeah. drying goes, I called it I called it early in the season was these hemp drying guys that were putting up these hemp dryers uh, were going to be in trouble because if they weren't if they weren't proofed out that working that uh, they were going to contract all these farms and the very first farm that came in there and their machines didn't work that everybody else was going to get backed up. I just was reading a lawsuit that came out of here, right out of Medford, uh, Oregon, where, you know, they took a bunch of money and said that they were going to be there and they didn't, they didn't never show up. And so you know, there, a lot of farmers got burnt by these drying guys. Yes, I know so, we helped establish a facility in, I think it's in Klamath or Oregon. And they bought six dryers from us and they, those guys did an amazing job. An amazing job. But you know what? Sometimes, um, I guess the best way to describe it is this: an ignorant with initiative is the most dangerous people. And I've seen farmers. <laughs> I like that. Me, I have, man. I, I have I have several farmers. They called us last year around August, the first week of September, something like that. Hey, Vinny, do you have dryers laying laying around? It's like, oh, <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? You, you're, talk, you're talking about something that it costs $140,000, that it takes 30 days to build it, and then another 40 days to ship it, and 15 days to install it. And I'm, you're asking me, yeah, why? It's because, I, you know, now we're thinking how we're going to dry. And then this, at the end of the harvesting season, they're thinking how are we going to be drying it. I, 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 feel that, I feel that those calls right there along with you, buddy. First of September, yes. guys were still they were they were still calling us. Can you come out and can you can you harvest for us? You know, and I had my I had my own well, thing going. Sucks. I, I I just but it's you, just kind of shocking. Shocking. Do you know who I blame? Do you know who I blame? The so-called experts, the 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 master growers or the experts that they were selling their seeds left and right, making the farmers believe that they're going to be making forty thousand dollars per acre. Those are the yeah. guys responsible. They didn't teach yeah. anything to the farmers. They didn't. They, they completely deceived them. But of course, one thing is important: don't let greed happen to you. And that's what happened to the farmers. They got greedy, 
and they say, okay, 10, 10 acres, I can do 20, I can do 40 acres, I can do 100. Yes, of course. Right, right before I got on the phone, right before I got on this podcast with you, I was on the phone with a guy in Midwest, and he calls me up and he says, I want to do 1,000 acres next year. And I said, well, whoa, whoa, wait, back up, you know, try to tell me what's going on. And he, he really didn't have a grasp on what he was doing. And I said, you need to do five acres. And I you need to do five acres. And he goes, no, 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 we're going to do, I've got a thousand acres. We're going to do a thousand acres. And I said, have you been paying attention to the hemp industry this last six months? I said, people are dying. People are killing themselves because they don't know, they, they didn't get what they needed to get out of it. And he goes, well, they failed because they did, they haven't done as much research as I have. And I'm like, well, you just called me asking me all these generic questions you know, I said I can't. I can't help you. I mean, I'm the kind. I'm the kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy that just says, "Look, I can't. Yeah, you, this is not for me. I can't help you." And he got super. Do you mad see what I'm telling that. you? I'm telling you, the worst people that you can find is an ignorant with initiative. Those guys are dangerous. Well, and and the worst thing is, yeah, and, just, and they if it's sad that I have found that kind of stupidity pair with people with money, investors that came into this oh, yeah. industry, and, and oh, they yeah. pair with the ignorance. And, and I've seen people with brilliant minds, brilliant plans, extremely good ideas, and they are not able to find the right investor. I'm like, come on, this is stupid moron that has no clue what he's doing, has all the money behind him. And this brilliant guy has no money behind. It's kind of sad sometimes. Correct. But yeah. one thing is you have to do your due diligence either if you're buying, either if you're selling, if you're farming, whatever you do, just do the due diligence. I remember that I wrote, wrote an article and I posted on my LinkedIn account that I say, please stop asking for a quote, ask for a consultation. And yeah. because people just ask for a quote and they have no idea is this exactly what they need. They just heard someone else says, we need a separator. Oh, Vinny, give me a separator. Give me a separator. You know, all of our quotes, you know, all of our quotes remember, are on the re- website. Vinny, I remember when you, uh, I remember when you posted that. I remember when you posted that. Um, I said, yeah, yeah, so I kind of, guys, it, 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 ask, uh, it sucks because they just want to, they, they just want to, yes, ask for a consultation. Yeah. And, you know, I give at least, I don't know, you you saw my, my, my agenda yesterday when I showed it to you. I'm, yeah. I'm booked. Yeah. And, and the majority of those calls, you sent me that, and I'm like, wow, this guy's really, really busy. A lot busier than I am. <clears throat> <laughs> Praise you know, God. That, That's all I'm saying. We're blessed beyond words. You, you know what? I, I got to say, now I've got you on the phone and actually having a conversation with you. You, uh, you, you, you deserve every, all the success you've been you've been working on. So, yeah, it's it's uh, this this industry is really fun to be around, but it also can be heartbreaking and it can be frustrating. And then you know, I had some stuff happen inside my world that you know just, but it's just greed and ego, and you just kind of move oh, forward. Egos. Oh, oh, ego. Oh, ego. Let me tell you a story about egos. A friend of mine, he knew nothing about this industry. As a matter of fact, when we were talking about hemp and we were having lunch, we were talking about hemp, and I was talking about kilos. He says, if you're doing drugs, I don't want your friendship. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we were having oh, wow. lunch in a nice rest. And I, and, and I say, so just imagine. Is it, is it just something wait. with the hemp industry where people, a majority of these guys, they, they you know, you come on site and they're, everyone's smoking a bowl and you're going, well, what are we doing? And, oh, well, we're going to get high first. You know, it's like, yeah, no, I, this is 
I don't work like this, guys. <laughs> so, well, this guy knew, knew nothing, So, but he had money. So I helped him establish his own facility, how to extract, do the distillation, chromatography, everything is nice. So he bought a small system, and then he bought the bigger system. So from us, we install it, and I went back trying to uh, talk to him regarding other things, and he said, yes, but you cannot record any video here because all in, everything that is here is uh, intellectual property. And I said, you knew nothing. Eight months ago, nine months, you had no clue what this is, and now you're telling me that you're hiding this. I taught you everything you knew. But you know what it was? His ego. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to kill someone? Just ask him to go all on top of his ego and jump. He will die. <laughs> it, I, their ego is crazy. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's way too crazy. Well, and, and you know what? I, I'm I'm one that'll say I don't know. And I'm. It's like, look, I I know. I think um, this is my opinion, and I just have no idea. And if you can't if you can't say that. And then you're you're having a conversation with somebody that refuses to admit that he's over his head, and you can see it. You're like, dude, you're not you're not making any sense. That does not make any sense. Common sense overrules what you just said. And you know, and you know what? I'm gonna say something that might get me some haters out there, but I'm gonna say it. I'm sorry, guys, and I'm sorry, Corey, but no, okay. you're gonna. Okay, I don't. I have never smoked weed in my life. Never. I'm 51 years old. Never. I have nothing against those guys. If you smoke, perfect. It's your life. But what I've seen is this. What I call those potheads trying to run because they used to grow or they used to cook whatever in their backyards or in their garage. They think that that's experience and knowledge, and they're trying to bring it into an industrial scale size. Hell no. You need engineering, design, design qualifications. You need... You need a lot more than just the experience. Is it important your experience? Yes. But now those guys are diminishing the chemists, the chromatography guys, the extractors. And I mean, the extraction exists in forever years. And in China, they've been extracting for 70 years every single TR medicines. I know a lot of professionals that they go to the labs because they've been hired because they really know how to follow SOPs or write SOPs and stuff like that. And those guys are treating them like outsiders that have no clue about this industry. But you don't need to know anything about your industry when you know exactly how a mass spectrometer works with an UV detector, because that's the only way you're going to be working with chromatography to separate the cannabinoids on a molecular level. And then we need real industry, not the way we're doing it at home. And that's what is killing the industry. And the people are able to bring professionals into this industry, it will become an industry. Right now, it's a circus because clowns are the ones running it. I'm sorry to well, say that. I'm I, really think we've got one more, I think we've got one more year, Vinny. I, I honestly think we've got to go through one more year of the clown shows and the people because I'm, I'm seeing it in my inbox. I'm seeing it in my emails. I'm seeing it on conversations. People just haven't listened to what's going on uh, that, that happened to other people in 2019. So we've got another year before, uh, to, you know, 2021, 22, it'll start to the professionals will start to, uh, will start to come out and, and it'll, the, the market will start to, uh, to stabilize a little bit. Um, 
switching gears here, that was there something um, something happened today where CBD uh, edibles, the putting it in food, did that? Did something happen today? Do you know? Not that I know, and and I was way too busy to even check, you know, even my, anything, <laughs> not even my social media. Well, I think, uh, I was, I think if the USDA comes through when, and allows CBD to be put into to food, uh, that that's a game changer for sure. Um, yeah, but it's but, gonna be, but it's gonna be a game changer, just a good game changer for just few people, and it's gonna kill a lot of people. Just look, how many people have you seen that they are handling their isolate and their distillate? bare hands, no gloves whatsoever. They open those containers and they're moving it around like show. Oh, 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 there was, you, there was you a just, guy. <laughs> there was a guy. You just contaminate the whole, the whole batch just by putting your hands open right there. You just contaminate. And then, and he, yes. He had, they, he had an open, he had a hope, open Home Depot bucket full of oh cat. There was a cat in the background of the picture. Oh, I remember I saw that video. Yes, yes. And he was, that, that was a proof of life video that he did. And yeah, I was, was like, how stupid video. can you be? Yes, I remember <laughs> I've seen that video. I mean, you see, so the FDA, if it comes, is going to benefit only the people that are doing it, the things the right way, following yeah. SOPs. And well, it's going to kill this. Doing it right. Yes, yes. No. And I wish I can show a lot more things on my videos, but based on the NDAs that I signed, the real NDAs, not the ones that the Joker brokers are asking you to sign to show you that they have a friend that knows the wife or, of a driver that one day was eating in a restaurant when he heard that someone was buying hemp, <laughs> if you know uh, what I mean. Oh, I, mean yeah, I, cannot, yeah. I, I cannot show videos of things that we are doing because those companies are really doing good things. And you're going to be impressed when the market uh, sees what the people are doing. It is going to be impressive. It is going to be impressive. And real companies, I know we hate the pharmaceutical companies. And unfortunately, if we don't fix ourselves. It's a natural progression. It is. It is. I was talking to a I was talking to. Yes, I was talking to a PhD yesterday talking about chromatography and something that he says, I just, it, man, I grab it and it's like, I will not try to forget this. He says that terpenoids, at some of the use, the things that they use with the chemo, chemotherapy for cancer, terpenoids. So they know it works. Now they're going to come and use in this industry for their own benefit unless we fix it and we do it right before they show up. And they are already here, and they're coming, and they're going to come with their billions of dollars. And if we don't do things the right way, we're going to be destroyed again. It's, it's Like I said, it's, got, it's a progression, and I think the hemp industry will be in flux for the next couple of years. And, you know, I, I can say that, you know, hopefully that I'm still doing it because I thoroughly enjoy the industry. Uh, take away the brokers and the jokers and the others. Just, other heartbreaking stuff, but I think we can. I think we can move through that. So, well, oh, Anthony, yeah, I of course. I appreciate your time. Uh, we've been on. We've been on the phone with uh, Vinny Bellatoro with Global Hemp Solutions. Uh, his website is uh, global uh, or slash. What is that? Uh, global. Globalhempsolutions.com without the hyphenation as well. Don't worry about it. Okay, you got a Okay, Globalhempsolutions.com. You can reach him there. He's on LinkedIn. Uh, Vinny Bellatoro, look him up if you haven't already uh, linked in with him. Uh, link him up. And-
and uh, he's sounds like you uh, you got your, your act together there, buddy. I'm gonna thank you. For thank you very much, there. Corey. I, I wish you the best and and God bless you, man. And take care. All right, buddy. Take care, buddy. Take care. Bye bye. All right, this is uh, Air Radio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you would like to be on the program, shoot me an email at radio at airplanet.com, and. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.